It's time to wake up from the dream world, Supermatic. Ugh, I think I'm still sleeping. Wake me up. <laughs> but not from a G-Friend dream. <laughs> it's the K-Pop cast. And what are we looking at today, Supermatic? Uh, we are checking out the new release and comeback from the boys of BAP and their... BAPS. <laughs> stands for... Best, Best Absolute Perfect. Perfect. And their new comeback single, which is Wake Me Up. Wake Me Up. <laughs> Before you go. Or what was that Evanescent song? Wake me up inside. <laughs> Don't wake me up. Uh, Chris Brown. <laughs> yeah. Original, you know, song titles for sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Very original. <laughs> <laughs> This kind of reminded me of a Green Day music video, like from the early 2000s. I could see that. It's very grungy mm-hmm. and societizing yep. and anti-establishment. But was this Warrior 3.0? I <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, let's break it down. For those who mm-hmm. haven't seen the music video yet, what happens, Supermatic? We see a bunch of different people or characters. They're struggling with their own individual issues, which can easily be identifiable or touched upon in any of society today. And then the members of BAP are like these resistance leaders, kind of. They're the ones urging everyone else to wake up from this monotonous trap. That's right. I was looking really into this one. Mm -hmm. And as I was analyzing it, I was also scouring the Reddits. (laughs) And I came across someone who really, quite frankly, broke it down for us. Oh, wow. So I I just want to, you know, I I think this is just going to be a highlight episode for what someone else already said. Okay. I'm on board with everything that they've deconstructed from this music video. You mentioned earlier that we see a lot of people, different people in this Mm -hmm. music video. Yeah, that's right, Peter. I mean, for example, we have a girl who is alone in her apartment and she seems to be struggling with like beauty standards. She's got a bunch of beauty products in the mirror and stuff. We see a young African-American male who tries to drown himself i think it looks like in the bathtub yeah yeah. we've got one guy who seems to kind of go into this weird crazy chance he waves his arms around the next thing you know he goes from being alone in his apartment to surrounded by dead bodies which i guess could be an interpretation of terrorism maybe i don't know i I mean and then we have see explosions in his yeah explosions come out of his hands like gunfire almost yes (laughs) we see a girl who's like very kind of aggressively making food but then she is afraid to eat that food when she picks it up with her chopsticks because there's maggots everywhere right that could be a theme for maybe like uh the standards of staying skinny or eating disorders yeah eating disorders anorexia just all these different characters representing a different issue that's uh, very topical in society and stuff. Right, right. <laughs> and then towards the end, we see a guy who's trying to urge everyone else to wake up, or he holds a sign that says, like, revolution, emotional revolution. That's right. And he's about to give up when BAP comes swoops in and saves the day. <laughs> yeah, and I, I kind of want to say, like, not criticizing BAP too much, but this is kind of a familiar theme yeah. with them. Again, a very anti-establishment, you know, rebel against the system, wake mm-hmm. up, open your eyes. Well, I mean, BAP and their music and their videos have always had and been about strong messages, especially on the topics of, as you said, society, establishment, uh, political mm-hmm. climate. <laughs> right. And we're coming actually off of another Deep Cut episode with a K-pop show where we actually cite a lot of BAP's songs. Definitely. For that rebellion anti-establishment. <laughs> yep. But I thought what they did really well here was 
they play up a story that's often undertold, mm-hmm. right? So it's all these mental disorders that yes. you just mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. And they do it in a way that I think really strongly resonates with the people, quite frankly, suffering a lot of these mental handicaps right yeah. now. So I think that we need to give major props to BAP for addressing this issue. Oh, yeah, definitely. And also using a, a diverse cast Oh yeah, to showcase it as well. You know, this isn't, you know, something done by just a certain type of person. It's quite frankly encountered by everyone. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, that was really cool for me to see when I actually, like, noticed it is the fact that, yeah, we get the moments where the members of BAP themselves are highlighted, but then all these extras in the video, the characters and everything, as you said, it's diverse. We've got people who are uh, not just uh, natives to Korea. Like, we've yeah. got... Yeah. We've got different races all represented. <laughs> That's right. So, as we look into this song, I think it's very important to look at who wrote this song. Oh. Okay. So let's dive in to okay. the Redditor <laughs> who basically deconstructed this for us. So I want to call it to Bridget Adair from Reddit. And she gave us permission to quote her on this. Hey, cool. She says, look, you've got to look at both Zello and Young Gook who mm-hmm. wrote the lyrics. Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, Zello talks about growing up and moving on from um, being idealistic and naive mm-hmm. to noticing the injustices of society and becoming unsatisfied with the world. So this may sound very similar to BTS, but it's, again, this concept of maturity, mm-hmm. right? It's like, well, it's not all rainbows and sunshine that we see in a lot of other K-pop. It's about recognizing that actually there's a lot of dark stuff going on that's enabling this unfair status quo. Oh, yeah, definitely. And this relates a lot to Zello's history in particular because he has grown up entirely within the industry. Oh, yeah. He's been a trainee from a very young age. The age of eight. Oh, yeah. Dang. I mean, what were you doing when you were eight? I was being a kid, man. Right, Not right. having a care in the world. And I wasn't thinking about society, society satietizing <laughs> stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> or, or, you know, trying to put out a, a public image or a public face. At least yeah. that wasn't a pressure that I had to, you know, deal with growing up. Mm-hmm. But for Zello, it was. And, you know, he debuted just when he was barely 15. Yeah. I mean, this is before I even knew how to drive or <laughs> how to drive. Um, and... Even up through the first uh, couple years as a group under BAP, he was still holding on to the innocence and idealism of youth. And though he always expressed a profound respect for uh, Jungkook and followed him in all of his efforts, he didn't really break three, and this is according to Bridget Adair, Mm -hmm. until uh, the BAP lawsuit. Oh, yeah. Right. So maybe for our listeners, do you, you want to recap what happened with the lawsuit? Well, to be honest, I'm actually, the, the details are a little shady to me, but just from what I can remember, BAP, long story short, some of the things they cited was just unfair treatment, like having these uh, harsh labor conditions. They felt like they weren't being treated what they truly were worth, especially for what they were providing to the label as successful yeah. as BAP was, because they were very popular. They were one of the top boy groups at that time, yeah, at right. their peak, before they came out with this lawsuit. And long story short, at, as the lawsuit was happening, it led to BAP having this long hiatus, and it, it sort of you know killed their momentum. Yeah, it did. Like, and yeah. now they're re- they're at least they're attempting to rebuild that popularity that they once had. Which honestly, I I believe in them. I want them to be able to hit that peak or maybe even surpass it because before then, like BAP was one of my 
groups I really like to watch. Yeah, I mean, they were successful enough that they were able to go on several global tours. Yeah. Right? I mean, the fact that you know that you're going to have enough fans turn out to your concerts mm-hmm. when they were here in the Bay Area, they were at, what was it? The um, I want to say it was the, the Shoreline. Was it Shoreline? I think they did a show at the Shoreline, and then like a year or two later, they came back again, but it was at the Warfield NSF. So, I mean, these aren't small venues. Nope. I mean, these are sizable venues to fill out, uh, at least here for for us. Bay Area. (laughs) Yay Area. California. Yeah. (laughs) We saw Zello, I think, break free of that innocence when he's like realizing like, well, actually, you know what? It's not all sunshine. There's a, we're being exploited Mm -hmm. here. In his part of this song, Wake Me Up, he goes into just that very topic about his loss of innocence and his being a child that has grown up and continues to acknowledge his journey and maturity from the optimistic child that he used to be. Oh, so Zell's the one with the line about something like the naive, that naive young That's boy right. has grown up fast. Yes. I remember that sticking out to me when I had the subtitles on. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And okay. I, I love his rap, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. And then it wasn't him that does the... Uh, the, the spin yeah, yeah. dude that was crazy with the dancing already and then you add that those rap skills on top of that oh man <laughs> yeah so I, I mean major props for that so he has talked before about his insecurities as he has moved on to adulthood as well mm-hmm. it's not clear if he also has mental insecurities or mental illnesses as we see in the other characters here but i think it's the other concurrent sub theme that we're seeing in this mm-hmm. music video so it's recognizing that something is wrong that it isn't always as it appears to be. Oh, yeah. That's why we see this concept of revolution. It's like, wake up, people, you know, get, you know, let's let's have this revolution, this emotional revolution. Oh, for sure. <laughs> now let's take a look at the other artist. Yeah, Jungkook. I was Jungkook. Gonna... And, and this is, I think Jungkook is rightfully the leader of the group. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know exactly his extent in, you know, leading the other members through this <laughs> lawsuit. But Jungkook, I think we all know, it's no secret, that he is suffering from yeah. mental illness. This is actually his return to the group in time for the comeback because he's been on hiatus since, I believe, October of last year, 2016, because he was diagnosed with having some sort of panic disorder. That's right. So it's very topical as well, especially when you look at the theme and what they're talking about in this song. Yeah. Some of the lyrics in this song, Get a grip on your mind, the illusion that has swallowed you in the gray-colored city, the hazy air, and cold temperature infects the rotten brain and spine. Oh, wow. So this society... <laughs> I, I almost use society as a patronizing phrase, but <laughs> but I think for all intents and purposes for, for this discussion, it works, that it's enabling the unhealthy perpetuation of mental illness ah. right so it's this gray world that infects the brain and spine as uh brigitte Dare comments she says this line especially feels so much like struggling with recognizing your illness and being unable to affect it or change it wow right it's like you know what's wrong but you can't do anything about it oh man so <laughs> I know, right? Bridget is like the MVP here. So yeah. she further comments, and, and this is her, you know, reflecting on her own personal experience. As someone who has both the both anxiety and depression and both things Jungkook suffers from, you can recognize the feeling or lack thereof that creates the illusion of cold or lack of emotion. 
it seeps into everything and brings a consuming apathy while inside your head you know that it isn't right. You can't, and she quotes, get a grip on your mind, no matter how hard you try, no matter how badly you want to. And we see this reinforced in other lines in this song. Mm -hmm. So, wake up, another me that's inside of me. The hazy light has been turned off. Maybe that inner conscience. Oh, wow. Being affected by, again, this disability. Mm -hmm. It's a tunnel with no end, which lost all sights in the darkness. Again, another poetic way of, I think, explaining the same thing, right? It's like, well, you're not going to ever get out of this disability right? It's this long hallway. It's always going to be with you. Mm -hmm. There may not be any bright lights in this hallway to, you know, help you overcome this. You're going to have to endure this, this disability. Yeah. Um, Another line, ignite the fire, everything with nothing left. Bridget Adair writes, these all allude to the hopelessness of never knowing, of wanting to function while being unable to, of knowing it is wrong and craving for something to fix what is broken. The constant repetition of wake me up over and over again is pleading for a solution that always seems just out of grasp. This is so important for someone like Jungkook and him writing about it that it is both poignant and heartbreaking. (laughs) Mm, For sure. (laughs) Yeah. So again, this is coming from uh, Bridget Andare, whose analysis of this is spot on. So major props for her. Yeah. Shout out to you, Bridget. Like, good job. Dang. Yeah. Last episode, we were talking about Greek mythology. Yeah. <laughs> I think a, a favorite thing that you and I love to discuss, it's almost cliche. If you're a philosophy major, like everyone hears this and then it's like, oh my God. But yes, it is Plato's cave once again. <laughs> so if you're not familiar with the story of Plato's cave, it's this idea that, and you always get this when people talk about the matrix and this, mm-hmm. you know, reality. And what if there's another real reality that you're not yet seeing? In Plato's cave, it's this allegory where you have a bunch of people living in this cave and all they see, they can't turn their head around, all they see is uh, just shadows projected on the wall. Mm -hmm. And because that's all they've ever come to know, that is their reality. But what if that one person who turns around who looks at the light and although it's painful to look into light because their eyes have become so accustomed to the darkness, they turn around and they realize that those shadows in the wall aren't the real thing. (laughs) <laughs> right so yep. this is a classic story right mm-hmm. and everyone every philosophy major knows this yep the allegory tells the tale of this one guy who gets out of the cave and and how he he gets out and he's experienced the painful brightness of the sun mm-hmm. and then he tries to come back and tell everyone like guys guys the you know the shadows on the wall aren't real and uh and the people who live in their 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 false reality don't want to believe it because it's yep. all they know in this music video, we see that in a few different concepts. Yeah. So, again, one of the lines is, uh, you know, ignite the fire. Mm-hmm. Open your eyes, people. <laughs> and, again, the flame, it's often, you know, the UC Berkeley, or the UC, uh, the California University system, they use the flame to represent this idea of education and enlightenment. Oh, yeah. And, and this is something that you, of course, see in a lot of literature. But we see it in this music video, right? Mm-hmm. So the flames are also that same form of symbolism of enlightening people, just like I was, yeah. you saw in Plato's Allegory of the Cave. And we see it in the form of the rebellion. It's like, wake up, people. And that false reality that a lot of these people are living, it could be that they're all listening to the airwaves, that we see one of the guys 
listening to the broadcasting from. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's supposed to be the sign of rebellion, what he's broadcasting on the areas in terms of like getting out of your cave, <laughs> or maybe it's just like stay in your cave. That wasn't clear to me, that radio station that he's broadcasting from. Mm. But again, it's using the fire to illustrate we're, we're waking up and we're rebelling against the shadows on the wall. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, read Plato's Republic if you're, <laughs> if you're into philosophy and that sort of stuff. I'm happy to have philosophy discussions with those <laughs> who are, who are just, just getting into this. So I do philosophy in college, guys. It's great. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I took away from the song, and it made me appreciate it a lot more. Yeah, for sure. I mean, props to Bridget and also yes. you for like pointing these things out because these are the things that clearly I missed even though I was watching this music video because I knew we were going to be... Yeah. Uh, reviewing it, but I guess after how I dove deep into the new release from G Friend, I uh-huh. kind of wanted to give my mind a break. But at the same time, I was like, I, don't know, I guess I just watch. I guess I was not watching the Wake Me Up MV with as much of an anal- analytical lens as I was watching Fingertip because to me, like. I, I thought that I was taking away what the initial message is supposed to be from the yeah. m- music yeah. video. Yeah, and, but and, and I time, felt the same way about yeah. Friend. Yes. <laughs> um, I guess because for me, I'm so used to what I've come to know BAP as. When we mm-hmm. look at their previous releases such as Skydive or Young, Wild, and Free, One Shot, <clears throat> Warrior, it's just like... To be honest, the music video, song side, because the, yeah. the song like I, I enjoyed, but with the video, I just... At least initially, for me, it felt a little simple compared to what I would be expecting of a BAP video. I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, unfortunately, is the victim of their own symbolic storytelling. Mm-hmm. Because, as we see in the lyrics, it is this gray society yeah. which infects your, your, your brain, your spine. And I think they were trying to reinforce that with the, with the imagery and the concept of this music mm-hmm. video. However, for casuals who aren't into this, <laughs> that can just be seen as like, I've already seen this already. This is another Green Day song. Yeah. So, like, or another song of rebellion that we've already seen from BAP. Yeah. Like to other people, they might just see it simply as another video about kind, even though they make, they, they can see the references to revolution. Mm-hmm. They'll just take it kind of as like, especially at that end when the people wake up and they start bashing the cars and set fires. It's just like, Oh, organized chaos, which is what BAP it, wanted. Yeah. And, and it's <laughs> not like, you know, we haven't seen this before. Yeah. Um, listen to the K-pop show. <laughs> I was going to go through a couple examples, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the remaining examples where we've seen this. So yeah. I think for the casual, it's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> but I do have to shout out at least like with all that considered, one thing that I really appreciated and I'll admit it, it drew my curiosity as well, which I think was one of the things that we're going for is uh, you were alluding just now to symbolism. Yeah. And one other thing that we see a motif of mainly towards the end of the music video mm-hmm. is the the rose and yeah the flowers i was, was going to bring that up yeah. ah yeah well, go ahead go ahead uh to just segue into it because for me the funny thing is that when i was looking at the roses my my first thought was well roses are usually associated as being a symbol of love and romance but mm-hmm. is there anything else because for me i was like there's got to be another meaning for the rose because mm-hmm. i don't really see much love and romance here mm-hmm. and when i looked into it i was like oh well red roses especially deep or dark red roses can actually mean uh, a reflection of like beauty or perfection mm-hmm. but then also uh in some cultures the red rose can also come to mean unconscious beauty like not realizing the beauty that you possess Mm. (laughs) i think you're right that that's it that's it it's it's recognizing that you may be suffering with your own demons but there's a lot of actual inherent beauty 
yeah. that isn't always recognized on the surface. We hear about so many people, right, that they have their own demons, their own disabilities, but thanks to that very disability that they have, that they have, they're able to bring new perspectives and Definitely. new insights and new skills that is lost by the general population. Yeah, for sure. And so that's not something, you know, that you necessarily need to hide. Hide. Mm-hmm. We are going through what one might call an emotional revolution. <laughs> oh, <laughs> mind blown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, before you brought that up, I was going to say like, oh, it could be that, you know, it's like, well, this is a sign of bliss. You know, you mm-hmm. don't need to, you know, you're not, you're not recognizing your talents. But no, it is just that there is talent there. <laughs> And that sure. it, it's kind of like this un, un, unseen thing. Yeah. Because, I mean, the other thing, too, is that when I was thinking about it after I read that is that when you think about a rose as a flower, of course, there's the bud part of it, which is like the, the red petals. And it's very beautiful and stuff. It represents this kind of like innocence and just this like purity of like wanting love and beauty and perfection. But then you get to the stem of a rose and it's got the thorns, too. And the mm-hmm. thorns are kind of almost like they're there as uh, the defense for the flowers. The flower doesn't want to be like touched or corrupted. Mm-hmm. So in a way, I, um, this was just kind of like the attempt I was making at connecting it to what sure. the rest of the music video on the concept was. Yeah. For the people in the music video who portray these different disorders or mental illnesses, what if BAP in a way was kind of referring to each of these people as their own individual roses? It's like they have that beauty about them, but at the same time they're trapped by their own illnesses. That that that's what brings these thorns out because it's clear that these people oh. kind of want or need help, yeah. but they're not sure how to go about asking or if they really want that help. They don't know, so mm-hmm. that's why they set their thorns up kind of as like uh, instinctive defenses. Yeah. No, I I think you're right. I think that's that's absolutely it. Yeah. Breaking it down. Supermatic. Okay. Awesome. So stay woke, people. <laughs> Wake up. Wake yourself up. <laughs> Jungkook rac- rightfully criticizes society and, and the alleged utopia. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it's not, not everything is perfect and, and you should always stay critical. Definitely. You know? and, and not that, you know, being critical of Government doesn't mean you hate government. Oh, yeah, nah. It means that you're just trying to prove it. We ourselves are always critical of ourselves here on the mm-hmm. K-pop cast because we're trying to make a better show for you guys. <laughs> right. So stay woke, stay shook, <laughs> keep questioning. As BAP would like you to. <laughs> so Supermatic, what did you think of uh, the song itself, the audio? <laughs> oh, man, diving into the song after all that amazing mind-blowingness of the music video. Oh, wow. You know, I got to say, though, I mean... One thing I really liked about Wake Me Up, the the song, man, like it's it's been stuck in my head. I don't know, like I I thought I knew what I could expect from BAP in terms of music, just cause yeah. we know we we talked about who they are in terms of their videos, their messages, their concepts, but musically speaking, oh man, like that that opening howl, or mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's a howl, but that like ooh, like yeah. that just immediately catches you, and then you hear this repeated refrain again of "Wake me up, wake me up," mm-hmm. and then that that instrumental, that that guitar riff and the steady pulse pounding bass was yep. like, dang, this it's very anthemic, almost kind of like stadium rock. But mm-hmm. every time I was listening to this song from the first listen, and then probably by the tenth, twelfth, I don't know how many listens I was listening to it, I was like, okay, this is a jam. Like yeah. I just I can't help but 
listen to this song and feel pumped up like yeah. maybe not necessarily to the point of like oh go out and revolutionize the world but just like feeling that energy and feeling like oh you know what i need to wake up or or i am woken up now i need to go and do something it's just like i don't know too energy infusing to not enjoy yeah yeah <laughs> i think it, it almost brings back it harkens back to the the grunge movement yeah that we saw in like 90s grunge mm-hmm. rock and a lot of that i think was even more pessimistic than this because yeah. this I, I think you know actually has a if you look into it as we're as we're explaining here, it, it actually has a positive message. Yeah. Maybe Grunch didn't always have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One thing I have to also shout out though, like aside from just the instrumentals, what I really liked is that it kind of almost seemed to be in a bit of a middle lane between the the emotional melodic side of BAP, which mm-hmm. we hear in those falsetto deliveries of the verses yeah. leading up to the refrain of wake me up, wake me up, but then there's also that powerful and energetic side again from their songs like Skydive, Wake Me or <laughs> Sky Warrior and uh, other tracks. But also what I really liked and appreciate, which made this song so amazing to me, is yeah. the way they managed to smoothly juxtapose hard hitting, powerful, delivered rap verses with the more smoother, like yes. emotional, almost like desperate pleading yes. out of Wake Me Up, Wake Me Up. Yeah. It's like Dude, the way oh, they blend those that together. Yeah. 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 That was just amazing to me. Like, yeah. oh God. Good good job, BAP. <laughs> it is a very good juxtaposition and a very delicate balance to follow to, to tread, right? Yeah. Definitely. I mean, like it, how how do you have these elements that seem seemingly are contradictory to each other, mm-hmm. right? But come together so harmoniously yeah. in this song. I put this right up there with um what's that song by Infinite? The Eye. Right? I put this right up there with songs like The Eye, BTS's Spring Day. I mean, these are songs that don't always sound happy, but they resonate you to your core, to your spine. Like you feel it. Yeah, in a very emotional way that wants you to feel that emotional vulnerability in a way that's bringing new self-reflection and in, in a way of maturing. Yeah. And sonically, it delivers. Oh, for in, sure. In that. It, it captures that that theme. Yeah. Like, if I didn't know about the music video, if I just heard this song, just browsing YouTube or whatever, or any other like medium that you listen to K-pop music, I would already like this. And then you add the music video on top of it, it's like, oh, man, but sonically it's just this is a great track from BAP like production wise right. I really got a shout out uh, whoever it was the, the team that produced them and then mm-hmm. uh, as you alluded to earlier with the lyrics especially from Zello and Yonggook like and how topical it is it's yeah. just I can't help but to appreciate this song it's it's great <laughs> yeah this goes right up there I think with other um, honorable mentions for art mm-hmm. for K-pop right definitely it, it forces you to confront something that's usually taboo yeah it brings you to an emotional state to move you mm-hmm. not to make you feel uncomfortable not to make you feel disgusted that you have to commit suicide or go through this eating disorder or oh, this drug not. obsession right yeah but it's something to make you understand and acknowledge it and then move you to another place after that for sure so yeah good job BAP. yeah like it if i was just listening to the song and i had not seen any bits of the music video no teasers no nothing i could still 
imagine this kind of being like the soundtrack to a revolution mm-hmm. or like whether it's an actual world revolution or just kind of that self revolution if you're going through these struggles is like you have this chance to wake up <laughs> yeah so this one is for all the uh, kids who are black the emo kids <laughs> of our generation yeah. out there this is the emo song i think uh for the kids you know growing up in 2016 2017 yeah like you said the the video kind of gave you green day vibes and i i gotta admit and i don't mean this in I, any, early green day but yeah, yeah i yeah. gotta admit like i don't mean this in any disrespectful way in fact like i mean it with the utmost respect and confidence listening to the song sonically i kind of get early lincoln park vibes yeah you know I, I was I mean. gonna say that too yeah like yeah. hybrid three meteora lincoln park yep. those songs like yep this was so reminiscent of that for me and I appreciate that considering Linkin Park is one of my all-time favorite groups. So again, yeah. good job BAP and yeah, this is just a great song to listen to. Would you call it best? Absolute. absolute perfect. perfect. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it comes pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. How does the K-pop cast rate this song? Oh, dang. Scores. Okay. So for those who may not be familiar with us here on the K-pop cast and how we do our reviews, we have a very simple rubric where we look at the audio, which is what we thought of the song, how it sounded. We look at the concept, which factors in the music video, the message, the overall theme or idea. Mm -hmm. And then we give our overall score of whether we find it Daybuck or not. (laughs) So... I guess for starters with audio, I'll go ahead and give my score. Yeah, go for it. All right. So, I mean, again, you already heard all the great things I had to say about it. I just, without going much further, it's just this song is a really solid 4.25 for me. Okay. Like, okay. it's definitely there in the high fours. I I probably could have given it a 4.5, but it, it's probably going to have to take a few more listens. I don't know. It's just that I definitely was not going to give it any lower than a four. But when I think about the song and especially thinking and listening to it and visualizing the music video, it bumped it up by a quarter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is just another example. As we've said with BTS, for mm-hmm. example, you can't divorce the concept of the music video with the song experience, yeah. right? the audio experience. Right? Mm-hmm. These things are are very tightly bound together. They did a really great job balancing these seemingly antagonistic feelings in states of being, but it came together very harmoniously in the song. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, but I feel like I should be giving this higher, but I I don't see any reason to, so I'm going to give it a four, which Mm. is still very good by our rubric, (laughs) right? Yes. But um, I don't see it going beyond that. I don't think there's enough compelling content there, enough of a melodic hook. It's good. It's catchy but I don't think it's as catchy to the same extent that we get with Infinite's The Eye. Mm. That one is going to stay me for a long time, for example. <laughs> okay. But this this one, it, it's very good. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I just love the hook in this song. It, it is great. Mm-hmm. And you feel that emotional tension. Yeah. And that desire, that wanting to stay woke. For sure. So it's great. I mean, it's definitely a very strong four. Okay. And then how about concept-wise? So concept-wise, I mean, these guys really delivered. Oh, yeah. I, I think the only problem, and we've called this out earlier, is that they're a fault of their own artistic work in a way that doesn't make it more accessible. Yeah. So this gray feeling on the, or the, the gray aesthetic mm-hmm. that we see so strongly in the entire music video, it's a little hard to stand out with that in K-pop that we haven't seen, I think, from the 2006 through 2010 
era of K-pop. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because I, I think that same color palette that we mm-hmm. saw in a lot of K-pop music videos in that time uh, were just like this. Yeah. And it, it almost, to a certain extent, feels cheap in that way. Mm, okay. The only problem is that there was a very deliberate meaning behind that, right? And as we're seeing with the lyrics of the song and, and how it's delivered, but one has to wonder if there's another unconventional way of showing it beyond, beyond going just gray, mm. right? And then just having these red roses or twinges of color yeah. in the in the flames, right? Mm-hmm. And so that would be my, my critique. If there's another way that they could have shown that rotten society and how it affects people rather than just being so obvious with showing the assembly line of the open skulls and then pouring in the gray goo. Yeah. I think there could have been a more poetic way of them showing that. Okay. Maybe they had to do that to illustrate that there is a meeting here mm-hmm. for their more casual listeners, but it's not the BTS level <laughs> that we're getting with spring day. For example. And that's how Peter starts a fan war. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I didn't mean to do that, <laughs> but I, I that would, I think B, BAP can do it, you know. I I think this was a call for BAP. Like this was really good. Mm-hmm. You guys did a great job. We're probably seeing a few other symbols in here that might be revealed in upcoming music videos from them. Mm. We're seeing a timestamp. I think it's like eleven oh five or something. Yeah, I, I mean, that's got to mean something. The the number of times they see it throughout the music video. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's explained in another one. Uh, the V's. for V for Vendetta I'm sure (laughs) so this is great on a whole um, but I'm going to give it a solid 4 a solid 4 okay it's I mean I love it I I especially love how our our Reddit friend Bridget and Dare uh, broke it down for us Um, and I I mean this is going to be a strong example that I'm going to remember 2017 by oh yeah definitely again shout outs to you Bridget like good job just MVP status (laughs) MVP All right. So for me, I mean, again, uh, I'm very much on the same wavelength as you, Peter. It's just as great a job as BAP did, again, because of what I've come to expect from BAP and what I know they are capable of, as you said, them being victims of their own artistic skill and level. I also gave this a solid four. Mm-hmm. Could have given it higher if I just, it, it gave a little more you know, it's so funny because these are really high scores for our rubric, but the way yeah. we're talking about it, it's almost like we're feeling let down. Yeah. It's because like, this is so close to achieving such immaculate great greatness, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's maybe why we're both just a little disappointed. Because yeah, I, I believe both of us are in agreement that we know exactly what BAP is capable of, especially right. compared to their past work. So yeah. we just want to see them at that level again. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're so close to being that forbidden fruit, right? <laughs> right. They're so close to delivering something just a little more sophisticated that brings mm-hmm. more, even more profound emotional meaning yeah. to this. And with this, it, it was just a little short in how they sold it. But Just I a mean, little. I, I guess a upside to that is that it leaves room for even more mind-blowing or yeah, I, I mean, I'm so release. excited by what BAP will deliver. Right? Yeah, I'm definitely. looking forward to more stuff just along this line. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, major props, BAP. All right, then. So, uh, without further ado, Peter, Daybok, Daybok or not. not? It's Daybok. And, of course, Daybok for me, too. Yeah. And, guys, I, I feel the need just to stress really high. Like, just to stress again 
these are really high scores that Matt and I are giving this oh, song. Yeah. <laughs> um, so don't, you know, it's not like we're saying these guys fail or they sucked. They they really delivered. Yeah, no, they're, they were great. Again, just to reiterate, shout outs to what BAP did, TS Entertainment, their label, and especially to Yongook because yeah. considering what he's gone through for the past four months, yeah. four or five months. I think more than that. For yeah. him to come back as strongly as he is with this one. I mean, yeah. I haven't checked out any live performances yet, but I've been hearing great praise about it. Uh-huh. And all the BAP fans are just so happy to see Youngook back, and it looks like he's really coming back with that strong, fierce determination to overcome his struggles. So, good job, Youngook. Shout-outs to you. Pulling for you. Pulling for all of BAP. Pulling for the BAP fandom babies mm-hmm. to get what you want, which is BAP back at that top level again. Let yeah, let, go for it. Yeah. So where where can people find us? Where can people continue this conversation? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You can continue the conversation with both of us at Twitter or on Twitter. I am at Supermatic, which is S-O-U-P-E-R-M-A-T-I-C. Holla at me. Let's talk. Yeah, and I'm at DJ Pilo, uh, DJ Peter Lowe. <laughs> That's it. Yep. And, uh, you know, you guys don't always have to include Supermatic or myself. You guys can talk with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's the channel people can do that on? So you can also use the hashtag on Twitter, which is K-Popcast, K-P-O-P-C-A-S-T. That's right. The name of our show. And, <laughs> you know, leading up to this particular episode, we actually put it to a vote. Like, we weren't sure to re- what to review this week. Yep. And we asked you guys, like, okay, what you know, what's hot? What's going on? And uh, people overwhelmingly... I shouldn't say overwhelmingly. It was it was pretty close, but mm-hmm. um, there was a substantial majority for this song. We were also considering BTOB movies, Day Sixes, How Can I Say? I mean, these are all great songs, but mm-hmm. you know, we only have so much time in a week. Yeah, we got to pick the best ones, and and it was BAP. Yeah, you know what? I gotta say thank you to all those who voted on the poll because yeah. any otherwise, I probably would not have checked out BAP or really given it as much of a look Agreed. until later. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, a couple of thoughts. Uh, thoughts. Uh, a lot of people have voted for Day Six, and they gave us thoughts on Day Six. Rodri said, "You know, oh, there yeah. are three reasons why you know Day Six are the best: <laughs> live performance, live performance, <laughs> live performance." <laughs> he gave us links to all these live performances. So, yeah, I mean, these are other great groups, too. But, yeah, definitely. You know, BAP took it and won mm-hmm. this week. Okay. Well, thanks for listening to our show. Uh, I guess we'll catch you guys uh, next week. Yeah, catch you guys on the flip side. Thank you, as always.